Welcome to Behind the Art, a podcast developed by Rockhampton Museum of Art. In each episode of Behind the Art, we unlock hidden treasures and activities of the creative sector with a focus on visual arts. Conversations with artists, collectors, curators, conservators, researchers, educators, and so many more. They will demystify the world that is visual arts. Join us as we take you Behind the Art. Today on Behind the Art, Kim Withers, Business and Development Supervisor at Rockhampton Museum of Art, catches up with Shelley Pisani, owner and creative producer of The Ideas Distiller and the CQ Shopfront Project. Here, Shelley talks about her latest project and how COVID-19 disrupted the CQ Shopfront. And find out what is next for The Ideas Distillery. Join us for the next 20 minutes as we explore CQ Shopfront, a program for central Queensland artists and makers to build sustainable business models and develop commercially viable products in the year of 2020 and 2021. Like all that was set to occur in 2020, CQ Shopfront had to pivot to online as social distancing requirements came into play, forcing the closure of all cultural facilities in Australia. Like all that was set to occur in 2020, CQ Shopfront had to pivot to online as social distancing requirements came into play, forcing the closure of all cultural facilities in Australia. Shelley Pisani, you're best known around CQ for starting CQ Shopfront, which is a platform for artists and creatives to build a sustainable business. Where did you start um, CQ Shopfront and where did the idea come from? It actually evolved over several years. So I used to run an organisation called Creative Regions, which operated across central Queensland. And over the conversations we had within that organisation over a 12-year period, a lot of people who worked in local government, a lot of individual artists and a lot of organisations really reinforced the fact that a lot of artists don't think of themselves as a business. And it's an idea that I've been carrying with me for quite some time. And after some conversations with some key stakeholders and some key organisations in Brisbane who provide statewide support services. I evolved the idea into CQ Shopfront. Cool. Um, And so CQ Shopfront is a project of the Ideas Distillery, which is also you. Um, Ideas Distillery, what's that about? So the Ideas Distillery is a consultancy business. So I actually have three different businesses that I've pivoted to through COVID-19. But the Ideas Distillery is my core business and I offer arts and cultural um, consultancy to um, local government, to organisations and individual artists. I do a lot of mentoring programs and CQ Shopfront is a project of the Ideas Distillery. Yeah, sounds like it fits in there nicely uh, with the other work that you do. Um, So I was doing a bit of research on CQ Shopfront. So the initial idea of CQ Shopfront morphed, I guess, after COVID hit. Um, How did you, how was COVID for you? How did all of that that time go? Well, the project really just got started literally a week before the pandemic was declared. (laughs) So I I did actually do some regional visits last year out to each of the key seven local government areas that are the partners in the project. 
And so that happened last year pre-COVID and then the very first workshop occurred in Bundaberg and there was supposed to be another workshop in Rockhampton there and Mackay. Was, yes. So given that we couldn't do that in, and have our meetings in public spaces and feel comfortable even coming together at that point, I had to very quickly develop a way of doing it online and speak with the 17 project partners and get their consent to proceed. So it was an interesting time, a very busy time developing it. But it's actually, I think COVID-19 has actually flipped a lot of the arts industry on its head and made people think differently about delivery, which has opened up a lot Mm. of doors for regionally based artists. I know I got to participate in an online workshop with one of my favourite designers who lives in the UK, who never ever did online workshops before COVID. So, you know, there's been so many more learning opportunities open up to us, I think. Yeah, that's definitely been the silver lining of COVID, hasn't it? It's um, when we haven't been able to get together like we traditionally would in a gr- in a room at one point in time. Um, I know for me, I was on maternity leave during COVID and I was able to sit and listen to CQ Shopfront webinars um, and it helped me stay in the industry and know what people and artists were doing in central Queensland. So I, I thought it was great from a, from my own personal um, point of view. What's been your main, um, your, your moment where you've gone, wow, look at what I've done. What would that be for you so far with CQ Shopfront? It's actually the little things when I get an email from an artist Aww. that I haven't heard from for a while. They go, oh, here's my business plan that I've developed. Can you have a look over it and see if I'm on the right track? And these are the products that I'm about to launch. And they show me a photo of the products that they've developed. Oh, that's so and lovely. And then just last week I got to actually share to the CQ Shopfront Facebook group two of the people who've done that, one from Mackay and one from the North Burnett. So it's just so mm. lovely to actually see people follow it through. Yep. So how to target, you know, the KPIs that we set for ourselves when we have funding <laughs> of 20 artists building their businesses through this process. And I think there's going to be at least 60 people that come out of the project with a business and with some selling opportunities. So Wow, 60. Yes. Wow. There are over 400 people participating but at different levels. So some people okay. are just sort of tuning in and thinking of doing this sort of thing down the track and others who are uh, full on doing the whole thing. Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting. Um, and I guess it's probably nice for you to be on the journey with a lot of these artists. So from them taking their initial idea and you mentoring through that to, I imagine it will be quite an experience once we get to the end of CQ Shopfront and, you know, all of the things that people have created along the way will be a really nice really nice experience, I suppose. Yeah. Well, hopefully towards the end in June next year, there will be a forum. We're still working on the format of what Uh, that will be. So that will hopefully bring everybody together face to face because hopefully by then that will all be okay. (laughs) And it'll be an opportunity to actually meet each other face to face for some of us for the first time and exchange ideas. One of the things that really struck Mm. me when I visited the regions last year was how much visual artists work in isolation. I think we already know that. Mm. Um, As a practising artist myself, I know I just sit in my studio and create my thing and I'm not necessarily mingling with anybody else while I do it. And in a lot of cases when I held these meetings, people from the local regional gallery got to see new faces. Um, People hadn't met each other before. And a lot of people came out of the woodwork that 
probably would never have considered themselves an artist because the focus is on artists, makers and designers with this project. Ah. So it's um, it's funny how people categorise themselves and think of themselves and then also really relish that opportunity to get together face-to-face. Yeah. So even though we've had to pivot to online during COVID, yeah. those face-to-face opportunities are just as important. Yeah, they. I think there, there's definitely a time and a place for those Um for those face-to-face. And it's also nice, I guess, as a participant of CQ Shopfront, it's probably a nice experience for people to think outside the box and how they can collaborate with other artists um, and just what everyone in the region can do when they get together. So that's also a nice thing, I think. Absolutely. Mm. I think especially with some of the online group mentoring sessions that we've Mm. had, people from different parts of Queensland jumping in on the same session and having exactly the same issues and then being able to break that down together. Often those mentoring sessions, I'd put an idea out here or there, but they were learning from each other and sharing different ideas, which is just fabulous to see Mm. that interaction and that learning happening. Mm. And in some cases, some artists connected for the first time went, oh, maybe we should work together on that. Oh, I can't afford to go and have a stall at that market by myself, but maybe if we do that together. Mm. So just, yeah, thinking outside the box with their business and and how they can take things in a different direction. Mm. And I guess learning the technology that comes with being online as well is probably something that everyone's been stepping through together. Like before COVID hit, I'd never heard of Zoom, never been part of a Zoom meeting before. Um, So that's probably been a nice takeaway for everyone as well as part of this COVID pivoting transition phase that we find ourselves all in is everyone's learning how to navigate technology together. Yeah. And Mm. what we like to use technology for and what we don't like to use technology for as well. I think um, that's going to be our interesting thing to find as we emerge from COVID is what do we want to do online? What opportunities do do we still want to take advantage of? Mm. And I think that particularly for training and webinars that are recorded and things like podcasts. Yes. They are really important tools that you can listen to when you get a chance. Yes. And you don't have to time your day around attending a face-to-face meeting. You can actually absorb that information when you're ready. Yeah. And then there's the the balance with the face-to-face and the hands-on instructional stuff like Prue Morrison's residency that she did up in Mackay recently as part of CQ Shopfront. You really couldn't have had the same interaction by not being face-to-face with her in the studio and learning her techniques. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a key takeaway, isn't it, is, yeah, what's great online and what's great face-to-face because there's a time and a place for both of those. So looking ahead, what's next for you? What's next for the Ideas Distillery and CQ Shopfront? Well, I've got lots of different projects on the boil. <laughs> I imagine you would have. Yeah, working on one with Rockhampton Art Gallery at present and um, also working on a project in Gladstone looking at an outdoor projection project and Ooh. lots of different um, consultancy projects, arts and cultural policies, that sort of thing. But um, CQ Shopfront, interestingly, is evolving into its own business model. Oh, so, which is going to be called Makers Shopfront. So uh-huh. I just recently launched a Facebook page for that and it's it's still coming. So I managed okay. to get a digital adaptation grant from Arts Queensland wow. and that's being used to develop an online platform because with CQ Shopfront having to pivot so quickly yeah. to the digital, 
we've been using Facebook and Vimeo and lots and lots of different channels to get the information out to people, whereas this will be an online portal that you can log into and access all the CQ Shopfront information in one place. And because other regions now have also requested the program to go to them, I'll be able to set up online platforms for each of the different regions. And then for individual artists that fall outside of the funded regions, um, they're going to be able to subscribe and do an online program as well. And for those who've already finished it, got their business up and running, there'll be another um, part of the website that will be called the Makers Stockroom, which will be an ongoing networking and support mechanism for participating artists. How fantastic. That is uh, this is the first I've heard of this, so yeah. I'm very excited about this. So, if you so just this new platform, what like most people, they have fears that stop them from doing something. What would you say would your would be your fear about taking? Well, obviously you've taken the step forward, but did you have anything that you was holding you back, and you were thinking, oh no, maybe I shouldn't. Um, Can you talk us through that process just for anyone who's thinking about maybe starting something or an artist looking to expand or, you know, earn a a real living from what it is that they do? Yeah, I think there's always a barrier for visual artists to take their work online. So I have three businesses now. So I've got (gasps) the Ideas Distillery, Makers Shopfront, and then I've got Inkblock Designs, which is my arts practice. Right. So... That one is the one that's taking a bit longer to get up and running, mainly because I don't invest enough time in studio time Yep, because I've got the other two businesses happening. Of course, of course. (laughs) But also it is that hesitation of I'm putting myself out there and I'm reproducing myself on multiple objects to sell online and... It, it, there is always that daunting thing to jump over. Yep. And I'll, I think a lot of visual artists, we all suffer from a bit of anxiety when it comes to making that leap. Yep. So it's just something that you've just got to embrace and put out there. And I think mm. social media has been helping me to step through that a little bit by posting little bits and pieces of what I'm doing and then getting feedback from people. Yeah. Oh, that looks really interesting. And how did you do that? And oh. so just That's sometimes cool. social media can be your friend and actually help you um, yeah. build confidence, I suppose. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So the Inkblock Designs will be launching a product range early next year. So Ooh, how exciting. Yes, it's in development oh. and I'm taking a five week break over Christmas, New Year to yep. put the last ditch effort into that. Uh, so really from your own experience, you know exactly what a lot of CQ Shopfront participants are going through, which I think is really valuable. It means you're you're able to give them, you're able to empathise with them and, and know exactly what they're going through and then also steer them and try and help them through the process. So that's that's got to be adding so much more value to what you can offer them. Yeah, when I go back to my early 20s, I actually had a ceramic studio in Brisbane. Oh, and wow. I, <laughs> so that's where my first interaction as a studio artist was. So it was a slipcast ceramic studio. I was teaching people how to paint designs onto ceramics. And then I was also creating a wholesale range that I was selling through gift fairs. Wow. So I've, I've been there, done that. In my early 20s, I didn't have a business plan and there were lots and lots of learnings from that time. I ended up shutting down the business after three years and moving to Bundaberg to work in a gallery. So, <laughs> and, and my practice paused there until yep. about 12 months ago. So it's um, there's lots of learnings I think we can all have. 
with business, there's always risk-taking and I think mm. artists are always a little bit more prone to risk-taking than others. Yes, so um, true. But it, I think that's a good thing. Yep. It means that we're constantly rethinking and diversifying what we're doing and that's really important to stay yep. viable in this day and age. That's so true. That's very true. Well, you've got so many talents. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> well, Shelley, as we look forward to 2021 and some of the things that we're doing at Rockhampton Museum of Art um, and all the wonderful opportunities that you're providing through your platforms, for anyone who hasn't looked up CQ Shopfront or the Ideas Distillery, I urge you to look them up and get involved. Shelley, thank you so much for joining me today on Behind the Art. Thank you very much, Kim. Behind the Art is brought to you by Rockhampton Museum of Art. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing as there will be more releases every week. And if you want to catch up on previous episodes, you can find them at the Rockhampton Museum of Art website or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook for all the latest news and information about the Rockhampton Arts community and exciting new developments coming soon. Thank you.